Hello everybody, welcome back to Time to Believe, a system about faith, about love, about life, and I have a special guest with me. I have Chloe Rowling. She is a wonderful young lady, is very smart, very educated. She's got a good brain on her head, and I love talking to her because she exudes faith and in her life. I've been knowing her for a long time, and the way she walks with God, the way she has a, a personal relationship with God is, is very prominent. And uh, she's a wonderful young lady, and, and I finally got a chance to, to get her to do a podcast with me. She's been out of the country, and I'm sure she's going to explain why she's been out of the country. Um, but welcome, Chloe. Thank you for joining us on Time to Believe. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, we're going to start off by how does faith, your personal faith, direct your life? What do you, what do you think? What do you have faith in? Well, of course, I have faith in God, but... Um how faith directs my life, I think um, I've definitely not. There's been times in my life where I kind of doubted that God was real, or but I still had faith, and it's kind of like, well, you don't see error, mm. so, but you still have faith it's there, you know? And I feel like it directs my life because I don't have anything else, you know? And, um, like you said, we were in Israel and, um, there were definitely times when I felt like, you know what, I'm just gonna throw it away for the day because I can't think about how, you know, my faith, how is my faith helping me today? How, like, I can't see past my, you know, my hand in front of me. So, but that day was always terrible Mm. it was a horrible day because i realized i can't i can't doubt god's real you know so i guess to answer your question that's good (laughs) but why and and i I don't know if you want to explain really the circumstances why you were in israel i'm sure you will or your mom will um but you say as much you talk as much as you want or not Uh, um they got extreme circumstances why they were in israel and I'll leave that up to them whether they want to discuss that or not. But um, I've always known you as a young lady full of faith. And it just, <laughs> it, it really gets, touches me that you had moments of doubt. I think we all do. So I'm not here yeah. to blame or criticize. I think we all have those those moments like, really? You know, come on, God, really? You know, but I think we all do. And it's those times that draw us closer. And I think he's as close on those days when we don't believe then sometimes when we believe too much yeah uh but tell me about your belief system uh i know you're a bible scholar for sure at your young age i know you know (laughs) you know everything about the bible from genesis to revelation but what how did you grow up with your belief system was it i I know you grew up in a christian home i I mean i I know that but how did you formulate your own journey with god when did that happen? What is your, how did that belief system start to, to work in your life? Well, growing up, um, I was homeschooled. Me and my three other siblings were homeschooled. And something that our mom had us do is um, have a journal mm. and read, like starting at Genesis 1-1. And so we would read Genesis 1-1 and then write, you know, maybe read the chapter and then write in our journal 
what did you learn? What, of course, what's the synopsis of that chapter? And then what did you learn about God? And what did he do in that, in that chapter? And my siblings did it more than I did. I was kind of the baby, so I got away with not having to <laughs> finish it. But. It's good to be the baby sometimes. Yeah, so I would just hear about it. But when I when I got my own Bible, that's when I kind of, it was a study Bible. And I kind of realized, oh, I can't let, like, my faith is not going to piggyback. On, my dad's a pastor, so <laughs> it's not going to piggyback on him. It's not going to piggyback on my mom and especially my sister. She's like my second mom, and she was super strong in her faith. And I realized my faith can't piggyback on her. Mm. And she taught me that people are going to let you down, and that's pastors are going to let you down doctrine's gonna let you down or even some theology it might just totally wreck your world but always going to scripture and then listening to the holy spirit and trying to invite god into your life and um just show him with a magnifying glass let him show you where your faults are and how to work them out. And sometimes that's really painful. And so, super painful. <laughs> like, why, God? This is not fun. Other people have this problem. <laughs> but that's where I kind of formed. Obviously, there were people who let me down in my childhood and growing up. And I'm 19 and just earth shattering. And that's a hard pill to swallow to realize. It's hard to... It's hard to... I guess being when you're young, you're vulnerable, and you think that everybody's good. Yes. You know what I mean? You understand yes. It's like everybody's good. Everybody's wonderful. Nobody's going to hurt you. It's going to be a wonderful life. And yeah. all of a sudden, something happens, and it just, well, wait a minute. Not everything's like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you're right about that. It's not. It's actually a cruel world sometimes. Sometimes it's real hard. It's real difficult. And we probably have more questions than answers. Yeah. But I see that you're grounded, and that's the most, that's, to me, that's just, that's why I love you so much, because you are grounded. You might not <laughs> well, see you. it, but I see it. For your age, you're grounded, and you're focused. But tell me about what's going to happen next. I think you're, you're planning on going to college. Yes. And so tell, tell my audience a little bit about, about that. Well, that's a really interesting story, because since I was three, I thought I was never going to go to school. I was never going to go to college. I was going to go to New York City Ballet and become a professional ballet dancer, and that did not work out, which that was a hard, hard pill to swallow. But I, obviously my brother Matthew was, um, decided to go to A&M, and at that time, I think I was a junior in high school, and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. People are applying to schools and the SAT, taking the SAT test, which was terrible. And I think the last time I took it, I said, God, I am not doing this again. I'm sorry. I want to be obedient, but this is terrible. And I don't know how people do it. <laughs> but so then I just we had a family accident and my oldest sister um 
passed away in a car accident with her two-month-old baby boy and later her um her husband died in a coma and so that took a year of trying to recoup and so I took a gap year and I through that time I was like god I don't know if you want me to go to school I don't know what you want me to do do you want me to start working somewhere and I looked online and I decided to apply to A&M and with COVID-19 um that just throws a wrench in the gear for everyone so um I decided to apply and my SAT scores of course weren't high enough which was okay and online it said please do not submit any test scores and it was like a light bulb went off <laughs> God was like uh-huh see That's I told amazing. you and That's I asked them lay it into my lap because I have no idea what you want me to do like if you want me to go to A&M okay tell me just lay it wide open and that just the gates were open so then I got accepted which is a huge blessing and um so I start in January that's amazing <laughs> isn't that an amazing story for the listeners out there what you might not know is that we have listeners from around the world we have people from all over the world listening to our little podcast in our bedroom and it's amazing what God's doing with that because I think the whole premise of it is we just bring people together and allow them to talk about their faith. Really, that's what I'm, the core of what Time to Believe in the podcast is about. And my prayer is that we have many different people from many different cultures and many different faith groups because sometimes we don't, we don't come together like that. You know, uh, the Baptists against the Catholics, Catholics against this. And, and I'm, I'm, yeah, let's not totally. talk. I, 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 wanna, I would love to have a Jewish person here, a Muslim uh, whoever, and just talk mm-hmm. about their faith and how it impacts their lives. Because at the end of the day, we're all human, and at the end of the day, we all have a measure of faith. But the way our journeys go and shoots off, it's all different. But really, in, we're all the same. If that yeah. makes sense. We're all we're human, so we all have yeah. the same experiences. But yep. it's all different. Our paths are totally different. Mm-hmm. So, what are you going to be studying in college? Well, as of now, horticulture. Um, I've always loved plants, gardening, um, growing my own food. (laughs) I'm one of those people who shops at Whole Foods and (laughs) dreams about growing it. (laughs) But yeah, so as of right now, that's what I'm going to do. Awesome. Awesome. So obviously you're going to be committed to that. What What if I would ask you what in the future? As you continue to go to college, as you continue to grow, as you continue to to live this life, because life is theory until you live it, and then it becomes experience. And obviously, you've been through some some tough times, and you have a lot of experience. So, how would you measure success? What What do you see yourself? What would you could sit back and drink a glass of iced tea in the sun and say, "I've achieved something." What What success means to you? Well, I used to think it was what other people thought of me. Mm. And like I said before, you learn people let you down and you will never, ever make that standard. And that, this just, that shattered my world that I could not be perfect. And at the time it was being the best dancer, being the best 
performer, being the best whatever someone asked me to do. And I was super competitive and I just thought, I never, I, I amount to nothing. Like, and that just is wrong. I realize now, but um, now it's, I could be, I don't care what anyone thinks from the outside of who I am because I know, I know what I've experienced and I know what God has told me. So I believe success is whatever, if you're obedient to God, whatever he tells you to do, you're going to be successful at it because you're obedient to what he's telling you to do. Hmm. And success to me is measured by what, I don't know. It, it's what God tells me to do. It's what. <laughs> I guess what I'm asking you, what, being a horticulturist, dealing with flowers, what would success mean? What if you had your own shop? If you made oh, a million yeah. dollars a year? Yeah. I mean, what would be that measure? Of because, course, having million a million dollars, like well, making I mean, yeah, that, that would make anybody happy. Or I'm six sure. figures doing selling flowers <laughs> is pretty successful, but yeah. But the root of every person's success is different. For some people, I think it's money, it's business, yeah. it's whatever their dream might be. In your case, I don't see that. I don't see that. And correct me if I'm wrong. I yes, it would be nice to have the money for you, I think, and it would be nice to be successful that way. Mm -hmm. But you've already made success. You're already successful because you know who you are. You know who God is, and you have the relationship. So yeah. whether he tells you to open up a chain of, of flower shops would be wonderful. But if he sends you to Africa on a mission trip, you'd still be wonderful. Yeah. It won't change you. You know, I, am, I, am I correct? I don't think it's going to, that's not going to change who you are. No, Some yeah. people have to have success for change. Their yeah. identity is in what they do. That's not who you are. Yeah. Your, your success is already there because you know who you are. Yeah. Because of your experiences, obviously, but also because of your strong faith and your belief system. But at the end of the day, what makes you happy? Oh, well, I love, <laughs> I love being able to grow my own food and gardening, like I said. Um, but and I love your family. Happy place. Yeah, your happy place is family. Family, playing games, um, yeah, board games, so much fun. Um, or even just sitting around in the living room talking and just being together and um, knowing that I don't know. Fellowship. We're all together. And, um, and and just a little background from what Chloe is saying is that she comes from a family that's together. <laughs> <laughs> I joined this family 16 years ago, and I've never seen that much together. And they have a lot of together. <laughs> um, okay, Chloe, what, what do you, we talked about happiness and commitment and all the rest of that stuff. But I just want to ask you, what, what has God spoke to you about your future? What do you see yourself or what? God's plan for you as he revealed um, himself to you in future plans what do you see well um, I I feel like um, over the past year um, grieving my sister and my uh, nephew and my brother-in-law um, I think through that process it was very refining and just really we I say sanctifying because <laughs> it was super difficult and I feel like God through that I never felt called to the ministry necessarily right but 
um, I see um, a lot a lot of people from my generation um, really struggling with their identity and really struggling with um, even if they don't believe in God just knowing having any you know not having any foundation for life and so you're, you're kind of thrown into college or you're thrown into um, you know wherever you are in life and you don't know what to do so then it's easy for people to tell you who you are or tell you you know how much you're worth and I feel pretty called to the youth and my generation and um, he, um, helping especially girls um, understand that what their identity is and um, maybe a little bit of politics I feel like I should oh. write a book. Oh. <laughs> maybe we'll, yeah. I might, hey, in maybe a few years, we might be in, in the Oval Office having another podcast. Wouldn't oh, that be wonderful? Yeah. <laughs> don't forget us. You know, I mean, if you become president, don't forget us. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> you got to throw a bone to... <laughs> well, I don't know about that kind of politics, but that would be very interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, we need more people like you. We need more... Um, it's just refreshing a person your age. It's very refreshing to know that the generation, your generation especially, is going to come up with somebody like you or somebody that has you as a role model. Because you going to college, they're going to need you. You're grounded. And I think everything you've been through, it's a grounding for you. So you can go into college now with all the whirlwind of everything that goes <laughs> on with that. Yeah. You can stay grounded. And I think God's going to attract people to you, young ladies to you and people that you can say, wait a minute, your identity is not in this. Your yeah. identity, you know, you can. Yeah. So God's going to use you. There's, there's no doubt in my mind. And whatever endeavor he chooses for you, it's going to be a success. There's no doubt. Well, thank you. That's my um, prayer for sure. <laughs> so I appreciate you coming. I appreciate you being a part of our, our little podcast. Again, you're speaking to people around the world. We have, I think, it's seven different countries that listen to us. That's crazy. And, um, <laughs> so you might be speaking to somebody if you're a, a young person you're a teenager our demographics in between 20 and 25 that's mm -hmm. our demographic why they listen to somebody as old as me i don't know but <laughs> you're the target demographic of what who, who listens to time to believe is your generation a little older it's because they're searching for identity they're searching for something that's solid and what we want to offer is kind of just a little outline if you keep it between your faith your belief system uh, your action plan, your commitment, and success to you, and keep it real to you. Mm -hmm. I think happiness can be happy because not as you all just mentioned, there's not too many people that's happy, and happy is not taking alcohol or drugs yeah. or whatever. That's not happiness. True happiness is having a relationship with God, and having a relationship that know who you are, and follow that. Follow your dreams. Follow your heart, and God will lead you and direct you. It might not be exactly where you where you want it to go. But he will lead you to something that you can look back and say. It'll well, be better than what you thought. It'll be so much better. And you'll Coming have Coming from experience. <laughs> real experience. That is so true. So thank you for listening to Time to Believe. And hopefully, um, maybe next year sometimes we'll have Chloe back. If she has some time. I know she'll be busy. And kind of give us an update on what's going on with her. I would love to do that when you're available. And just an update. How's it going? How's college? How's life? And, yeah. And kind of and keep track of you. Because maybe one day you'll be in office somewhere and, you know, serving people or whatever God has you to do. <laughs> and we can look back at this and say, man, I was there before it started. 
and look what God has done. And I think we need more people like that with testimonies. Look what God has done. Look where they are and look where they're at. And I think we need to have success, especially in COVID area, yep. um, the, poli- the <laughs> political climate, everything that's going on in America at this point. We need refreshing. We need a break from all the heaviness and just, hey, man, let's live. Let's enjoy life because mm-hmm. today is all we have. So thank you again for coming. And uh, hopefully we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. All right.